0: We'll do it live! Fuck it! Live from Del Boca Vista Studios in Natick, Massachusetts. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. Three of Boston's best self-medicated
1: sports analysts. That's what I do. I drink and I know things.
0: Bring you. Try to help you young guys in this profession you've chosen. It's one or two steps above prostitution. Off the wagon. Speak into the mic. Bitch. Now, say my name. He won it because he made them the most amount of money, and that is the shittiest reason for any. That's not why I watch sports. You're goddamn right.
1: Well, at least we're in a rhythm. We're in a rhythm. We're in a rhythm. Too I don't know, too I don't know to what the rhythm the is.
0: Not too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the rhythm is, but we're in one. We don't Michael do, J. We Fox's don't, rhythm. We but. don't do
1: rhythms. We don't do patterns. We just do <laughs> off the wagon sports radio. That's all we do. <laughs> exactly. Bang. There it is. Bam. You want to get a hold of us on Twitter at OTW Sports Radio? We are open for conversation. Uh, quick show tonight. Uh, unfortunately, me and Carl have things that we need to do. JP. He uh, needs to get drunk. So. Well, he, he does on the Valid. show every other week. So <laughs> no, we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll just let it roll. Um, but yeah, no, we want to talk a little bit about the Bruins off season, how they've progressed so far. The Celtics, a little bit of the NBA Finals. I don't want to waste too much time. I can't talk about LeBron James for more than 30 seconds without feeling vomit in the back of my throat. <laughs> and then the Red Sox, red hot Red Sox. Um, Mookie Betts can hit a baseball. Apparently. Like long distances. Um, but we'll talk a little bit about them and, and toss a few topics out there tonight. But again, this is Off the Wagon Sports Radio, episode 54. Whew, getting up there. Boom. That was a good whistle. <laughs> yeah, it's a <laughs> teeth whistle. For, <laughs> to use my... Uh, my Michael Strahan space in the front of my teeth. It's or an old l- man whistle. Yeah. Hey, 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 I can't I remember, do it. I remember, I remember. I got some popsicles in my basement for you. <laughs> oh, that was way too good. Uh, the loop of poop. <laughs> <laughs> It begins. <laughs> loop of poop.
0: <laughs> it begins. Oh,
1: the mess. The mess. Absolute mess. Um, but yeah, we'll start off with the Bruins. Uh, we'll dive right into it. Um, we did record
0: episode 25 Five. for Off the Pitch, so we'll give the shameless plug right now. Shameless plug. We'll get out of the way. Yep. Lots. Of, we missed a couple weeks here um, for both shows, mm-hmm. but um, we're kind of on a tick here for Off the Wagon. Not a lot to talk about. Off the pitch, though, soccer, a whole lot is going on in the soccer world. We had a Champions League final this past week. Copa de America Centenario starts tomorrow. That was tonight's topics. Um, next week, we're going to have the year-in-review of the Premier League season as well as our Euro League predictions. Transfer windows opening up. So we're going to have a lot of soccer talk uh, for the next couple weeks while we'll off the wagons a little bit down until football season starts. But, yeah, good episode. Check it out. It's going to be right below this on iTunes um, when you find it there. And without a doubt, hit us up at OTB Soccer Talk with all of your soccer ideas and enjoy your week of football. Yes, sir. The Defoe episode. The Defoe, Defoe. yeah. Byron Defoe.
1: Willem Defoe. (laughs) (laughs) Some fucking guy named Defoe. That's pretty much (laughs) it. That's all I can give you. Uh, But without further ado, the Boston Bruins.
0: (laughs) We just signed Kevin Miller for way too much money over the next four years. We're still talking to Louie, and he sucks a lot of kicks on the side. We need to trade Tuca because Tuca's way too overpaid. <laughs>
1: Well, speaking of uh, topics, uh, Kevin Miller got a new <laughs> contract. Uh, no, but seriously, yeah, we should just do a Bruins wrap up to him <laughs> over over that song for, for now. Seriously, though, I, when it comes to the Bruins, oh god, um, talk yes. about talk. Yeah, talk about Groundhog Day. Um, so apparently, making the playoffs and being the ninth best team in the East is what they're trying to name for again this year. Is that what I'm seeing?
0: I i. I I know you hate the Bruins because of Pink Hat fans. Um, I'm starting to hate the Bruins because they are starting. They have the worst ownership in the. Because they are starting. My dad always told me this about being a Bruins fan growing up. Um, They're very, very. And we grew up in a very good generation of Bruins hockey. Mm -hmm. And now it's reverting right back to what the Bruins did for 40 years in between the cups, where. We're just gonna kind of hold pat, and we're good enough the way we are, and we're not gonna make Stanley Cup finals. And my biggest gripe is, Jeremy Jacobs always wanted to make the playoffs to get the extra playoff revenue. Well, hey, Jeremy, you're not making the playoffs now, so you need to switch something up. Uh, Talk about a smoked <laughs> bag of dicks. Oh, oh, oh! Very, Gigantic. very smoked. Extra Overly overly smoked overly smoked (laughs) like the last little nub of the blunt where you burn your fingers (laughs) times 10 like you're legitimately you're legitimately smoking the smoke that you just smoked for the past half hour here's
1: the question i have though i want to toss this out there louis erickson had a great season last year let's i mean we're not gonna be too unrealistic with that he played very well last year is he that player every year i tend to say no but you re-sign a guy in Kevin Miller and Felger on uh, ninety eight five was very strongly opinionated about this. Is you've already got that guy with you got him, him four times exactly. So why are they paying a premium price for an average talent? What is it that they see? Is he a guy that they think can expand his game a little bit, or is he a guy that okay. they think fits their system? Looking that way, at or
0: it, or ob- what? looking at it objectively, yeah, I think that this tells me that they have no confidence in Colin Miller or any other. <laughs> Young defense when they have in the system, which is a big problem because this has been a thing that you're supposed to be building for the past five years. So fine. now you've accepted the fact but, that no. you have nothing.
1: We're a barking rat in your
0: yes neighborhood. Yes, I do. Um, so I'm con- so fine. We've made the mistake developing young defensive talent. I, and that's why you signed Kellyeller Miller. The mistake is signing you do not compound one mistake with another mistake. And Kevin Miller's a good player. I like him. He's good for the league minimum $900,000. Yes. You can find Kevin Miller on 29 other NHL rosters to trade for. You can find Kevin Miller in free agency. I arguably think you can find Kevin Miller, even if you really think that your AAA system is that short. I really think you can find a player that caliber in your own AAA system. Zach Trotman, the list goes on. Joe Morrow, Joe Morrow, Colin Miller, like Colin I said, Miller. If you're really feeling so, frisky. so, I don't understand. I don't understand that move. And this, this is my whole thing with Louis. Louis had a great year, and yeah. Louis is a good player. Louis he is going to go he score. I he's going to go for score as much
1: shit as I give him. I think he, he's still. Solid. I give him. A,
0: I give him a lot of shit too. He very, still goes off and a Very and
1: scores. good, good third-line guy and an average second-line guy. Exactly.
0: He's going to go off and get you 20 goals a game. Yeah, can put him with 20 Sydney goals Crosby. A game, huh? I mean, uh, 20 goals a year. You don't put him next to Sidney Crosby. All right if he does that. Maybe he scores 28, <laughs> 29 because he gets the assists, you yeah, know? Yeah. You put him with a world-class talent. He's going to be a better player. Yeah, that's, he
1: should be a 40, 50-point guy every year. Every much. year.
0: 40, 50-point guys do not. You can. Yes, they cost. They have a monetary value behind them mm-hmm. that is a little more expensive than what it used to be, and it's still tough getting over that in any sport, what the money has become. But you can still go get Louis Erickson with maybe a little bit of grit. Maybe you lose three goals a year, yeah. and you get somebody who's going to go in the corners. You know, Louis Erickson does do good in front of the net. He doesn't mind parking up out in front there and uh, screening the goalie. And trying to bat in dirty goals, fine. Other than that, he doesn't provide anything else to the team. He doesn't have that great set of hands. He doesn't have that great shot. He gets his goals. You can find that for three million dollars anywhere in the league. And I've used My, I've used the Pittsburgh Penguins a yeah, lot yeah. recently. Yeah. And I'm I'm no Penguins fan, but I've used that model a lot recently. You've got Evgeny Malkin. You got Sidney Crosby. They're in the Stanley Cup Finals. They've got four. Phil Kessel's wildly overpaid, but he's a... He's Louis Erickson. You can have Phil Kessel or Louis Erickson, fine. They're very similar in the style of play that they have. Mm -hmm. But they've got a whole bunch of guys on that roster. I believe they had four other 20-goal scorers who make less than a million and a half dollars a year. So it's like, you can find that other places for cheaper. Yeah, you might lose a front-of-the-net presence, but you gain a guy who's going to go in the corners. You might... Lose a couple goals. You're going to get somebody who's going to get back on defense. Right. You might gain a couple goals and lose a good skater. You have to be willing to part with one to get another, and they're not doing that. That's the same thing with Kevin Miller. They're, it's almost like they're afraid that if they get somebody other than Kevin Miller, you're going to get worse than Kevin Miller, which is obviously a very real possibility with any deal in any sport. Right. So, But if you're only paying them the league minimum... You're not losing that much on the cap. Sign three guys at $900,000 and hope the old baseball bullpen mentality. Sign all the arms you can and figure out who's going to close. You go with the hot hand. That's that's what you do. And they're not doing it. And I know we're going to do a short show today, so I'm going to end my Bruins mindset here, where if they don't make the playoffs next year and Cam Neely is still the general manager, then... My Bruins fanhood is going to quickly, quickly turn Mm -hmm. because then now, no, you're just keeping Cam Neely because like you said, they know all the pink hats are coming because Cam Neely, the great Bruin and all this stuff, he's running our team. Look at the product that he puts out there. No, I want the product that's got a chance to win. Cam Neely is not doing that. Shirely now is looking better and better and better because once he left, or once you fired him, what happened? More of the same, if not worse, of the same mistakes. If you're going to fire a one. Right, so who was it really that was. Who, who was it? Who was calling thing? the shots? Who was calling the shots? The one thing that is continuous throughout this whole thing is Cam Neely. And hey, one hell of a hockey player, Cam Neely. He had a lot of cool fights, and he had a good slap shot, and he could hit, and he had a good wrist shot, and he scored 30 goals a year. Until you blow your knee, you should have a longer career. I respect you for all that. You do not have the hockey mind, a, or Jeremy Jacobs is calling the shots, and he doesn't care what you do because you're Cam Neely. So you'd be either either <coughs> one of them is not a good scenario because either Jacobs thinks that he's so good of a hockey mind because he was a good hockey player, or he wants the face of the organization to be an all time Bruin and. Bobby Orr won't do it because Bobby Orr is not going to put up with your bullshit because Cam Neely is starting to look like a little mama's boy bitch. And, <laughs> that, and that's back, what bitch, it is. Baby back bitch. Exactly. <laughs> All
1: right. So from a bro's perspective, real quick, is there anything worth looking forward to? going into this summer? I mean, are we just basically sitting here almost in Celtics mode, which we'll get to in a second, um, in terms of just waiting for the draft to come through? I or had, is there a free agent
0: that we can I possibly had, land here? I had high hopes. I had high hopes. You're not going to get a free agent. I had high hopes for a Shattenkirk trade. You'd have to make a trade to get Stamkos. That's the that's the Kevin Durant of the Celtics analogy. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, you had a chance against Sam Coach. You can't just straight-up sign him. He's going to demand... So you need to sh- shed space somewhere. Well, you can't shed space if you're signing Kevin Miller and Louis Erickson to deals that they don't need. And so by their own internal moves, you're losing out on free agency. And now, okay, well, I'm going to trade for Kevin Shattenkirk. All right, go on. What are you going to give us? I'm going to give you Louis Erickson, Kevin Miller, and Tori Krug. Three nice players... Three nice players, in my opinion, but you're going to give me Kevin Miller, Louis Erickson, and Tory Krug for a combined $11 million? If I'm another GM, I'm not taking that. I'm not going to take that sort of monetary capital on my team that now I'm stuck with over the next couple of years. Yeah. And they're putting themselves in a hole here where they, they were in this hole two years ago, and they traded Boychuck. I understood why the deal happened. I think you could have shed it other places. It is what it is now, it's in the past. But now what are you gonna do? Now what are you gonna do? You just got rid of you just got your cap space open up. Now the only way you can open up real cap space is trading Tuka, Marshan, Bergeron, or Krejci. And whatever your opinions on are are of are any of those four, those are four best players in the core of your team. So now to open up the cap space, you trade a core member of your team for a lower caliber player, and you're taking another step backwards. Uh, Doesn't sound good. No, you're at the point now where you either have to completely blow it up and start from scratch and be the Edmonton Oilers and the uh, Buffalo Sabres for three years and just completely blow, which I'm not opposed to because at least there's direction in that. And this has been my problem with the Sox for many years. There's no direction. Dombrowski came in. Now it seems like there's a clear direction. Three, four years ago, I said the Bruins have direction, that direction straight out the window, and they're just, they wake up every day, oh yeah, no, this sounds like a good deal, we're going to do it. This sounds like a good deal, we're going to do it. Yep. And now all of a sudden, now you have the deal that you really want to do, and you can't do it because you made too many rash decisions before. All right, so it looks like it's going to be a really exciting summer for Bruins fans. Uh <laughs> what was going to be? Stel so- always has beer in here for Bruins fans who want to come in and wallow away our sorrows and a nice cold 30 rack of PBR (laughs) much
1: needed Uh, but with our speed round all the way on to the other winter team the Boston Celtics
0: still can't get to rain (laughs) (laughs) yeah about that can't trade your pick because it's worth a whole bunch of smoke bags of dicks. Well, this year's draft sucks, cock. You can't get anything. Your team still gets blown out in the first round of every playoff series. You're bad. No, I'm out of words, but the Cavs are still better than you, and you're nowhere near the Golden State Warriors in the next 10 years, 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 years. I uh, like this new segment that I'm doing. I, this might have to keep going on. It, it finds a way through the songs. Yeah, it
1: does. Um, the Celtics, yes, the NBA draft coming up at the end of June, which is obviously we are in June now. Um, you got that coming up you've got uh, quite a bit going on there you've got obviously the free agency stuff you got the NBA finals coming up JP's raising his hand before (laughs) we get too far into this
0: yes I have not been this excited for a Celtics offseason in a long time and this is not me this is not me saying you're not getting Durant like yes for me fuck all you Celtics fans yeah I think there's still a move to be made out there yes and I'm very curious to see what it is I'm yes. actually excited to see what the Celtics do. Well now depending on the move, my mind might flip I tend to do that, yes. but I'm very excited to see what this card is going to be dealt.
1: I'll tell you what. We just saw the other day uh, extensions for both Brad Stevens and Danny Ainge. A lot of people were a little critical of it when it comes to our 98.5 friends, when it comes to uh, Felger and Maz. However, I find it hilarious that two guys who have no ideas from their ass to their elbows when it comes to basketball are going to bring in any opinion when it comes to that. Um,
0: I believe their whole thing was...
1: Well, are going to go. Well, well, started, here's my... Well, resp- if you're gonna,
0: well, hold on. If you're going to get Durant, right? If Durant says... Well, take Durant I'm on, on the table. To b- Say that Durant isn't off the table. I think Durant's off the table. Sure. I think you think Durant's off the table. I think any reasonable Celtics fan who isn't one of the green teamers who just loves blowing green dick will say Durant is off the table. Sure. What if, what if, and I'm going to entertain you here, green teamers, for a second. What if Durant is not off the table and he's already been in talks with and said, the only way I'm saying is if you re up Danny because I know Danny can make the moves so the players are coming and help me out. Yeah, I like Brad. And I like Brad and I sure. think he's a good coach. No, it's absolutely so. Do you possible. do those? Do you do those extensions? Assuming I'm going to assume that Durant's still on the table because of those two extensions, do you do those moves for Kevin Durant?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I do too. No questions asked. I would do it without the guarantee of Kevin Durant, and I'll
0: tell you why. Okay, take a look at the last. That was going to be my next thing. I think Durant's still off the table, so now yeah, you, oh, yeah, so it's... now you do the moves anyways. So, for, what are the
1: reasons for doing the moves for our Celtics friends out there? For those of you who listen to us for any type of basketball, uh, Causeway Street, Causeway Street um, they had. I was on their um, podcast last night. We talked about this, and they asked me what the percentage was that Kevin Durant was going to end up in Boston. I said it is a
0: very attractive zero <laughs> <Yeah, I know>, percent. <laughs> no, no, it is. It is. I will say, for as much of a green teamer you are, and how much I hate you I'm for, always it, realistic. You are very realistic about this Kevin Durant thing. I am, which I, am. I appreciate.
1: I am. <laughs> um, but if you take him off the table and you go back to why they're giving him the extensions, here's my response to that: Danny Ainge. Over the last... Now, I'm only going to take a sample size of the last three years since Stevens has been here. Over the last three years, what GM in the NBA would you have taken over these last three years over Danny Ainge? Who's the GM of the Golden State Warriors? I don't even know who it is now. It was Chris Mullen for a little while. Who's the GM of the
0: San Antonio Spurs? R.C. Buford. Who's the GM of the Cleveland Cavaliers? Uh, Shit, I should know these, but... I'm I'm not I'm not like in, I'm not insulting your intelligence here. No, no, no I'm I, just I like know. they're in championships every year. You're getting bumped in the first round by the Atlanta Hawks.
1: Okay, but in the position that Boston was in when they traded away Pierce and Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen walked away and everything, of those guys, who would you have put into the position that Danny Ainge was in and think that this would have been a better scenario, Carl? Oh, <laughs> come on. No, considering where they hey, were, I, make it I like look at day. that and I say there is no other GM in the NBA that would have done well, as he, well as he did,
0: considering all
1: things. Well, let me let point.
0: me put it this way. I like Danny there now, yes. because Danny's already been in this situation once, uh, yes. and he won himself a championship. Yes. Now, we were counting, oh, how many are we going to get? Three, four, five? Mm-hmm. Maybe six, maybe seven like LeBron, but he right. got one. You really can't complain about one. Technically, should have had two. Should have had. Should have had two, but maybe even three if KG didn't hurt his knee in the, in the second year of that. But right. you, sure, you, we'll see. But we'll you know what mean? The one. You got the one. Realistically, here, if Day, Trader Danny makes his moves, would you take a champion? Would you take one championship in the next five years? I know you want five. I know the possibilities yeah, out there. Yeah, But would you take the one? Being a Celtics fan? Yes, absolutely. I mean, this is a team that's won, in my
1: lifetime, one championship. I right. want as many Celtics championships as possible. So, yeah, absolutely.
0: Because, and same thing now, of sudden, So, you mortgage the future for the short term. Well, now if he does it again, now that's his model here. Right. You know, did it once, got ourselves KG, Ray, to put with Paul. Championship now you championship now you do it again. The only issue and gripe that I have with this situation is who's your Paul? Yeah, exactly. Well, and, Isaiah, and, Isaiah Thomas, and, I guess. Isaiah Thomas and no Paul Pierce. Uh, and no, I'm no, not I agree. A Paul, I'm not a Paul Pierce fan, but Isaiah Thomas and no Paul Pierce. I agree. So you need to get your Paul first. Where are you going to find Paul Pierce to bring in your KG and Ray? Jay Hall? Crowder. Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ! I do love myself some Jay Crowder. But let's, we're just not going to Plug go him into the road. matrix with that hair. Um, <laughs> okay, well, and then on the other
1: end of that coin, I said Brad Stevens. Okay, over the last three years, what coach in the NBA would you have put in that position that's currently active that would have done a better job?
0: I, okay, well. Phil
1: Jackson? No. no. Uh, well, <laughs> Doc Rivers? No.
0: Okay, well. Greg
1: Popovich? I'm, no. I'm gonna so change in t- the last three years, that's the, that the just,
0: best coach that you could have put in I'm going to change the position. topic just a little bit. That's a win because I've heard from you a lot. College. That he wants to to be in college, he wants to coach Indiana. Coach, coach K is going to be done. Coach K is going to be done at Duke at some point. When does all of a sudden the Duke job open up and Brad Stevens goes UNC. there? UNC. U N Williams is starting to so, it in. Butler has supposedly so talked to his it, representation so about coming
1: back. So,
0: University of Indiana has talked about coming right, back, which has so been is been a dream
1: this, job for him since he was
0: a kid. Now the o- the only. So I think this is Danny being proactive saying I'm going to pay you out of your ass now because no college team is going to match that. Yep. Yeah. But if Brad really wants to go back and he wa- and Coach K decides to retire next year and Duke calls him up and says you're our first option, take it or leave it. What is he really on the hook for? And that's the only thing that n- that's, that's really the only thing that unnerves me about that is because the way college basketball and NBA basketball head coaching Positions go. Brad can get up and leave tomorrow. No, he doesn't get his Pretty money much, from. Yeah. He doesn't get his money from the Celtics. Don't get me wrong, right? But if he really wants to coach, so Indiana. If he really wants to coach Duke. If he really wants to coach Butler, name the school. If he really wants to coach them, it doesn't matter whether he's here until twenty twenty two or not. He's leaving, right? Which. Now, so but, what does the extension what, even matter? It doesn't matter at all. Well, what, what, in my opinion, what it matters is now he'll live out the last three years of his current de- of his original deal. Yeah. If the Celtics, if Danny doesn't give him any sort of talent or talents, a where bad word to put it, because there's a lot of talent in the Bay. But if Danny doesn't give him your Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, your top five player in the league, that Brad can now coach up with role players then he says wait a minute here i extended i had faith in you danny to give me a team that i can win fair maybe one maybe two maybe three maybe eight whatever the fuck lebron said you know he might be good for danny for getting him, and good for brad saying hey you know i'm in a good spot here where if danny makes good moves i could win three or four championships in the next six years yeah if the cards get get dealt correctly, if not, I win one. But if all of a sudden that doesn't happen relatively soon, Brad's out. Let's yeah. be real. But I, I, mean,
1: I look at that and I say, well, what are you really losing in that whole entire thing? You needed to give Brad Stevens an extension. You needed to make it very, very clear to him that we're committed to you for the next well, know, three yes, to five I, years. And, and I, and I lose that because with only three years, anything, then though.
0: maybe next – well, then like you well, said – maybe
1: he goes in one year, but then, then the extension is, is – Pointless. Anyway, well, no, but, but I, you I did think what he's you more likely to, do to to make sure I think, that he's comfortable right see, now. See,
0: see, I think I think Danny invests in himself here because I think Danny was keen on it too. If I don't re up him for three years, well, he's more likely to walk next year, saying, "We're not going anywhere." Well, I'm yeah, going to go but, to Duke. I'm going to go to Indiana. The point With that was six made, years now. Now you buy. Now Danny buys himself. The three years. I think well, Danny think, did it. But yeah. I think Danny did it to say I had a six year plan when I hired him. When you look I want to live that six years out. When you hear
1: Thugger and Maz and you talk about this whole entire thing, they're saying, Well, coaches don't really matter all that much anyway. Well, here's my thing. Brad Stevens Pop walks. Matters. They walk away in, or Brad Stevens walks away, he goes to UNC, he goes to Duke or whatever it is and disappears. Who do you replace him with? Who's out there? Who who Carl. is it? exactly <laughs> there's nobody out there hey, you saw me <laughs> there's nobody out there that makes any frigging sense to bring into this team especially with the talent that you have right now because this team is playing above its level so for me i just think it's insane to even have that type of mindset to where oh like, like so i think just get somebody else because you're paying so much Ooh, i think i think it. danny i think danny Stupid. did it i think Stupid.
0: danny did it to guarantee that he has him for the yeah, has him the for the run for the for the six danny had him for six years at the original contract, I think Danny realized. Okay, wait a minute here. We're not going, not that we're not going anywhere, but we haven't made pushes that Brad probably wants. He came to the NBA to win championships. Yep. we're not close now, which I think is a fair assessment. Fair enough. And if I want to keep Brad here, I got to throw a whole shitload of money at him and promise him this yeah, because me, if he leaves, right? Because we'll if he leaves, I'm off the hook for the money. I don't have to pay him. But I need to keep him here because my process was six years. I'm only halfway there. I got to get him here through that sixth year. And now all of a sudden, if we're still cooking, he's not going to want to go back to college because now he could be one of the best coaches in the NBA. And now he lives out that deal. And if Brad really wants to go back and coach Duke... Well, at that point, he's one of the best coaches in basketball be a, history.
1: It'll be abundantly clear by the right. end of this three years where right. he's going to go. I, right. I think you either lose him or he's, he's in for the long term, right. depending right. on how that goes. Right,
0: and like I said, I think that was a deal with his hiring the six years. I think Danny got a little nervous, rightfully so, that he wouldn't be here for the entirety of that original contract. So this guarantees Danny buys himself three years, and then we'll see where we are there. Yeah, um, this just in: Brad Stevens signed to coach Nichols <laughs> College. <laughs> no, no, no. Fifteen-year contractor for him.
1: Um, no, the last thing that I want to get through with the Celtics, and we're going to have to try to rush through this one is Kevin Durant. Not that he, not that I have any faith that he's actually going to show up in, in in Boston, but supposedly, as story goes, he has told the Celtics who he wants to play with, what the team he wants to play with looks like. My opinion on that, my thoughts on that, great. It's going to go one of two ways. Either Boston takes this as a an assertive step to build the team that he wants to play with and makes the moves to get there, which, in my opinion, there's no downside to that because that means they go get Jimmy Butler. They go sign a guy like Al Horford. Well, you're a better team if you have those two guys on your team. My only concern with that is Kevin Durant doesn't show up here now you've kind of tossed the idea of, okay, the younger team and building with this young team and seeing where it goes. And for me, unless you get Kevin Durant to say, I will, you know, or you get him to sign on the dotted line, I honestly think trading away that third overall pick and getting a guy like Jalil Okafor might be the better move because it's a younger player, impressionable player, and you can build with that over the next, you know, three to five years. So that's my only little concern, but either way... I think this offseason has been – it's very, very well documented that something will happen this offseason. I'm, I'm going
0: to – I'm keeping this short because I know we're running short on time. But my whole thing with Durant coming here and saying what I need, that's what I hate about the NBA, is in every other sport, what player goes to general management or head coach and says, this is what I need. No, your job is to score points, Kevin Durant. Right. Your job is to get assists, Kevin Durant. Where's the right on that one, Carl? Come on. Right. Your job is to get rebounds, Kevin Durant. Right. Your job is to get Dunkin' Donuts commercials, Kevin Durant. Right. And make us look good, Kevin Durant. Yeah. You cannot base your franchise off of what a player says. What a player says. Do you think Bill Belichick? Do you think Tom Brady goes to Bill Belichick and says, "Oh, well, I want Giselle to be a cheerleader on the team"? And do you think Bill says, "Yes"? No. no. Bill says, "Fuck you. We've got good cheerleaders."
1: No, not this year. I've seen the cheerleaders. That
0: that's my problem with the NBA, and that's my problem with that mindset. Is now you're going to mortgage your future over a singular? What if Kevin Durant can't win? What if he can't win? You just mortgage all of this for your. Already behind the eight ball. Mm-hmm. Now you're behind the eight ball tenfold because Kevin Durant can't win in four years and then walks to go try to do it somewhere else with yep. some other team who's going to give him the money and promise him everything. That's why I don't like doing that for Kevin Durant. Okafor, um, the Okafor trade is very interesting to me because I'm I would not give up a lot for him. Off the court issues, I think you can get him on cheap. Philly's clearly just trying to draft players and just see who sticks. If, what, do you, what do you give – okay, so I'm assuming Philly isn't going to take the third overall pick straight up for Jaleel. I wouldn't either if I was Philly. So you're going to have to give a little more. I accept that. But what are you going to give up? You can't give up Avery and Marcus Smart. Oh, God, no. You give up one of them. Mm-hmm. Do you give up Jay Crowder with one of them? No. Then you, do you give up another draft pick?
1: Yes. I would. They have three first-rounders this year. I would dump all three of them right in their lap and say – Here's your starting point, okay. And maybe okay. See one, what when I one was seeing, when I there. was
0: thinking draft picks, I was thinking future
1: Nets first picks. rounders. No,
0: I don't think I, and I, I don't. I don't think it would require that either. See, though. see, I think, I think if they say we want the third overall smart Bradley and Crowder, I think you tell Philly to go suck a fat dick. And you're not getting any of that <laughs> fat dick. Then then you go back and say, okay, well we got three first rounders this year. We'll give you our first and the middle. Yep. And then you get your choice of Bradley, Crowder, or Smart.
1: I don't even know if I'd go that far. I, I would You wouldn't I would, go that far. I see, would say I, them, think, I, would say I think that overall, would be my limit. I'll I give think, you third overall. I'll give you 16 overall. I'll give you 23 overall. And your choice of any two of Rogier, Hunter, see, uh, no, see, James Young, or any of those guys. My, my
0: theory is you either give them one and 16 and you say we choose between Smart Bradley or Crowder to send to you, or you get one in twenty-three, and you get your and you get your pick of Crowder Bradley, and th- I, I think I think that's. What I don't
1: even give a, I don't even think I would give him one of those core guys. Well, but, <laughs> if they want Kelly Olnick, sure. I would maybe that's the guy that I they're would, not going to take but
0: I'm, I'm trying to think about this realistically I think well from Philly's perspective they need
1: good solid locker room presence they need guards they don't have any guards go so after you know Bradley
0: well,
1: yeah but Bradley just made the first team all defensive team I don't think that's a guy that but you're they, doing very I, easily yeah
0: Crowder's not a guy that you're going to give up there for you know what first team all defensive NBA you know what first all NBA defensive team means to me It means about as much as the smell of Steph Curry's shit today. Avery Bradley is not a championship winning point guard on his own. He could be. Now he can... uh, He's not going to start on a championship team. He's not going to start on a championship... Tony Allen was a great lockdown defensive... Valid. He, He came off the bench. I think Avery Bradley is a very valuable piece to a championship team. So if they're going to bite hard on Avery Bradley being a first team All-NBA defensive player and say oh, we I it. Think if you're all we need all we need is are taking him every...
1: straight up for for Okafor and you're keeping the No, 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 no. I, think no. He do that.
0: I don't think you can do that. Yeah. I think I think his value is real high right now. I don't think his value is that high. I don't think Okafor is I don't think he's maybe Nerlens Noel. You might be able to get Noel for Avery Bradley, which I would do in a heartbeat, too. Noel, I think you should be able to get for the third overall and maybe one of those other first two picks.
1: And I think I'm pretty—I I'm think fairly accurate on that. Well, I, I feel no, fairly I've, confident. I've, I know
0: we're short on time here, Yeah, but I have floated this in my head. Do you give up, say, all three of your first-rounders and two out of the three between, well, you're, they're either going to take Smarter Bradley, arguably let them pick, and Jay Crowder for both Noel and Okafor. Oof. I'd arguably do that. I'd arguably do that. You're gonna keep. You're gonna keep one of the guards that you can build around. You still have Isaiah, so your backcourt set. Your front court just got way stronger. You have Olinick coming off the bench. You still not need that wing score, but maybe now all of a sudden Kevin Durant comes in hypothetically here and says, "Hey, I like what you're doing here with these young kids." I would trade all
1: three. Of the Nets picks. So this year's number three overall and then the two other Nets picks. And maybe one of those guys. And I would go I would do it at that okay. point.
0: And real quick too, the only reason why I'm I don't want to trade all three of the first round picks this year.
1: You just don't know what they I, are.
0: Well no I want to you don't know A, you don't know what they are. And B, so now you get Okafor and you keep all your players. Well now you're getting a whole bunch of nice depth pieces. You still now you got too many guys who can't play who can't play every minute? Smarts' value goes down. Crowder's value goes down. Bradley's value goes down. Right now, Bradley's value is as high as it's ever going to be. Realistically, you sell I, I, high. I think you sell high on Philly, Bradley right now. It wouldn't make any sense for them to trade all Crowder. Of this, but Crowder. I, no, I know. Honest. No, I like Crowder. Crowder's value is high. Smarts' value isn't that high. Maybe you. Can, this is my only. Thing, you trade the picks. That's all great and dandy. But now all of a sudden, when, now you lose your assets because you keep all the assets, now you're going to make the trade. Well, now you have to give up Bradley, Crowder, and Smart for another player. Yep. You know, you have to right. pick and choose which piece you give up. If you give up all the players, now you have no players to toss on to the picks. If you give up all the picks, you have no players, you have no NBA-ready players right. to trade for anybody else. Right. So you have to pick your spot here and figure out, which picks am I going to give up that are worth something that I can sneak over a- that I can sneak to them that I don't care about? And which players am I getting overpaid for? I think Avery Bradley is I like him, but I think he's very, very overrated right now, very high price. He's the one to go. He's yeah. the one to go. He's not like I say he can't win a championship on himself on a championship team. He's your first guard off the bench, lockdown defender. And
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a fair assessment. Alright. Red Sox, last but not least. And the
0: pitch. Poppy is still fat as shit, but Mookie's ripping the cover off the ball, ball in Camden Yards. He's had five home runs in the past, two games, and Jackie's average still gonna be below 280 June 12th. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so picking up where we left I off. I did good with that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you tried getting there. I'm sorry I cut you off. You were going to say that. to 26 games.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Red Sox still very, very good. Um, still the same problems that they had a few weeks ago. However, what we have learned since then Jackie Bradley Jr., Xander Bogarts, and Mookie Betts. Really the core of this team, I think, going forward. Yeah, you have Hanley Ramirez. Yeah, you have David Ortiz. Yeah, you have Dustin Pedroia and maybe a few others if you want to toss them in there. But it seems like those three are the consistent three that people are talking about as the really entrenched group for this next generation of Red Sox players. With that said, the conversation I had on Twitter and trying to stay along with that theme would you be open to dealing one or multiple of those three guys in order to be able to fill out the rest of this well, team? My in terms options
0: here, Xander. Xander, Mookie. Xander's off limits. Mookie. Mookie. Or Jackie Bradley or Jackie Jr. Jackie Bradley Jr. I have to say that I have to. Would I be open to it or do would I have to trade? Would you be open it? to
1: You don't have to trade.
0: As of right now, I would not be open to it. But obviously it always depends on the return. Yeah. Say and, I'm going to
1: give you Felix Hernandez for one plus pro, one of those guys, plus Schweihart, plus a grouping of high-end give prospects. Give him Mookie.
0: Really? Give him Mookie. Explain. Because continuing the Celtics talk, I think Mookie's value is still very high. I'm not saying he's going to be a bad player. I'm not saying he's going to tank in three years with every team he goes to. I think Mookie's ceiling and everybody's mind is a lot higher than what his ceiling actually is. Mm -hmm. I think you know what you get a lot more out of Jackie. Now, I know this 29-game history or whatever it was. That's an aberration that will never happen again. But Dombrowski, this came out a couple years ago. The Sox are trying to trade for David Price, and they refused to give up Jackie Bradley Jr. in the deal. And Dombrowski said, I don't care whether you give me your entire fucking team. I need Jackie Bradley Jr. in that trade. So, Charrington refused to trade Jackie Bradley Jr. Dombrowski wanted him. Now he's got him. I think Dombrowski knows what he's doing. Somehow he's gotten him going here. But I think his value is still too low. If his value was higher, maybe him. I think he's a better fielder than Mookie. And I think he will, overall, in the long run... Maybe not the exact same numbers. I think that he will give you pretty comparable numbers to Mookie Betts over the course of his career. Okay. Now, whether they're with the Sox or not with the Sox whatever, I think in 15 years when they're both retired, you can go back and look at them and say these are two very similar players. Bradley has probably a slight better of a glove. Not that Mookie has a bad glove. Mookie was a slight better hitter. Mookie's value is higher because he's a little bit younger with more upside. That's one you get rid of. Yeah. I'm a little bit on the other side of things.
1: I think because Bradley is three years older than that, the other two, he's the guy for me that if you're going to make a deal, he's the one that you can center you it gotta around. You got to trade something. And you got to g-
0: give something to get something.
1: Yeah, exactly. But it, there's also this weird feeling in, in my heart of hearts that. This guy has had basically two runs in his career where he has looked like a top six, top eight outfielder in baseball. And besides that, he has looked like a single A baseball player. So who is he? Do we want to say he's that high end player? Do we want to say he's that low end player? Do we want to call it somewhere in between? It's just there's too much open for conversation. If you could tell me tomorrow that I could deal Jackie Bradley Jr. in a deal with, We'll we'll say Blake Schwiart and two of your top five prospects. We'll say I mean I mean I, I won't even get into the details on that. But if you were going to tell me that that was the deal, and you were going to be able to pull back a guy like Felix Hernandez, a guy like Jose Hernandez, Jose Fernandez, Fernandez, Fernandez. Come on, man! I, I Fernandez, see, I'd have some reservations about. But oh, you know, see,
0: I'd Fernandez and Matt Harvey. No, Sunny Gray. Do, I wouldn't do I, Sonny Gray. Do I want? If I'm gonna trade, yeah, okay, so if, I, if, I'm gonna trade, your, if I'm gonna choose your, if I'm gonna choose your poison, choose your poison on Mookie or Jackie. It, if I choose my poison on that, I need a young arm. I don't want a 29 right. year old arm in the prime that you're gonna get four years of prime. I want a young arm, Sunny Gray, yeah, Jose Fernandez, who's 23 years old. Their prime doesn't hit for four years, and you get them for eight years. Yeah. They're still gonna be one of the best pitchers in the league I'm, in the next four years. I, and then they're gonna have page. four Cy Young oh, I just farted again. And then they're have four <laughs> years where there are one or two in the Cy Young voting I every do, year. I do love Matt Harvey though. Matt Harvey can go pound sand. He plays Boy, he plays with the Mets who nobody in New York cares about the Mets. Yeah They were in the he, World Series last year. Yeah, and nobody cared. Well, I didn't care, but somebody nobody in New York cared. cared. Nobody oh, in New, come York cared. On. That nobody New York cared. Nobody was New York like thirty thousand people who cared at least 30,000 people they so you're telling me they did not even sell at the ballpark every night. I know. My point proven. Had my point had had proven. Checked the numbers. My point um, proven. Well, yeah, I mean
1: regardless, but th- my point is that if you can get someone that you feel is a top-end starter that's going to be able to press up right against uh David Price, I would be very open to that. I would be very open to that. Um outside of that,
0: looks like Do you give up both for anybody? No. I, I sit on the The angels call up and said, I'll give you Mike Trout. I want Blake Swihart, Jackie Bradley Jr., Mookie Betts, no Henry Owens no. and uh m no. Yoan Mankata. You don't do that? Nope. I do that yesterday. No. I do that last year.
1: No, because I think uh per production you're getting almost the same numbers out of Mookie Betts right now. Than what you're getting out of uh, out of Mike Trout, and you're hurting yourself in two positions opposed to just one. Um, now, if you said Mookie bets for Mike Trout plus maybe a, pro- a couple of top end prospects, yeah, all right, I'll do that. But I'm not giving up both. Um, you're getting one or the other, and and I just I, I don't see the benefit in hurting yourself in two or three positions in order to be able to bring in one guy who, yeah, maybe he's the best player in baseball all around, but. You're telling me that that's worth hurting yourself in two outfield positions, or You're saying, possibly even three wow! How things
0: yeah. change in two weeks. I'm pretty sure the last Rookie time bets. we were on the, I'm pretty sure the last time we were on there, you had this whole idea that Mike Trout was coming to the Red Sox and how awesome oh, that would be. And now all of a sudden, and now all of a sudden, no, no, no now all of a sudden I throw out the theory. Oh, would God, you, you give him both? Throw that fart in here. What'd you eat? I haven't eaten anything all day. The last thing I ate was buffalo chicken last Oh well, yeah. Oh no, that. I did have an everything bagel with. I'm pretty sure the. Cream cheese was rancid from Honeydew today. Yeah. I think it tastes like shit. That was around it nine. smells uh, like shit. No, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it um, does. But I, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I like two I, weeks ago I two, weeks ago two weeks
1: ago where... Two weeks ago, I will tell you this. I did not look at Mookie Betts as a well, franchise you, you player. Look at, you looking at you look Mookie at Betts Mookie because, because he hit five home runs in
0: the past two nights, pelly Let's not... Let's not play that game either. I can go off Look at the and have of, a twenty-year major league career and have he's got five like, home runs randomly. He's in got two fourteen
1: games. home runs on the year. He's hitting two eighty plus. He's mm-hmm. doing everything that he needs to do, and I think defensively he's just as good or, or in the same realm. Oh as yeah, what that's right. Jim, and he had Jack that Bradley. one great
0: catch. So now all of a sudden you see two you see two games of the best <laughs> the best center field played. A right field played in all of Major League Baseball for two games, and all of a sudden we're not going to trade him for Mike Trout. That is asinine. That is asinine. I would, no, I said
1: when you were in the bathroom, maybe you didn't hear it, but I would trade him. But I'm not giving Jackie Bradley Jr. in that deal. You're Most definitely, one or the other.
0: You're not giving one or the other. You oh, so go you're going to
1: hurt yourself in two outfield positions to get one guy?
0: You you wouldn't go. You wouldn't go. You're Jackie Bradley, You wouldn't go Jackie Bradley Jr. and Mookie Betts straight for Mike Trout.
1: Hmm. Maybe if it's
0: both of them, yes. Okay. Okay, so now you trade Swihart with it too. What's Swihart? Swihart doesn't have a spot so here You here. Clear out your entire outfit for one guy. You cleared out your entire outfit for Mike <laughs> Trout. We were just talking about how cleaning everybody Dude, no, so- I Let's empty did the not farm system. Let's empty the farm system farm, farm
1: system doesn't play on the Major League roster, my man. Oh
0: my god. Let's empty let's empty everything that's gonna help us out for the next five years to get Mike Trout. Now a sudden though, now all of a sudden though, everything that's gonna help us out this year. We're not willing to give up. For Mike Trout, there's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Because we don't know about the guys in, the, in minor leagues. Andrew Benintendi oh, could be
1: a 2-10 two- hitter Christ. I'd give done. them all. I'd give them all. Yes, me. I agree. I'd but give I... them all and
0: Blake Swihart. Oh, God. And
1: Swihart, yes, I don't think. I have And, no and Jackie
0: Bradley Jr. and Mookie Jackie Betts. Jackie Bradley Dooner. Um, and Mookie Betts. All right, all right. Well, that's what the you, only you, that's thing Mookie, the only the only <laughs> thing the only thing Mookie Betts provides me that uh, Mike Trout doesn't is a three hundred game in bowling. That's the only that's thing. That's
1: for sure. For sure.
0: That's the only thing. See, and I, I guarantee you, if Mike Trout just decided to palm bowling balls and hum them at the pins overhand, I'm pretty sure he'd go three hundred too.
1: See, there's only one player
0: I think I'd want. From like I was gonna trade JBJ and Mookie Betts and it's Barrel the Bonds Oh I know in him his prime. Him, I would do Him that. and Jose. Him and Jose Cansego hitting four or five in the lineup. Oh man. I think there's for them. Many at three. Wolf. you you have Poppy hitting six. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: endless loop of poop. Okay, well, loop th- I, don't,
0: I don't know how much you have on this left on the socks. I've got one more question for you, though. Me personally. We'll finish it up with this last question. Um, so, Buck Holtz got sent back mm-hmm. to the bullpen. Yes. Okay. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> then Joe Kelly goes off last night. So Timestamp it. So, then Joe Kelly last night goes off <laughs> and throws a two and a third inning gem, giving up seven runs. Cash. Gets immediately sent down to Pawtucket yeah. after the game. For a reliever, now there's a spot open in the rotation. Uh, I can only imagine he's going to fill that hole.
1: (laughs) You're all about filling (laughs) holes
0: in the rears and everything today. Uh, good Good D. Good D on the back end. Do you have that timestamp? We have to go I back do, and find I that do. one. I That's do. a good one. I do. I do. Listen to off the pitch. I get two, I get two yeah. shameless boys. So listen off the pitch it's, soccer talk for that one.
1: You know is horrible. It's gonna be it's gonna be Clay Buckholds.
0: Oh, it most definitely is. It most definitely is. That and you know Or there maybe were, there's a trade coming up
1: soon. I don't know.
0: Same thing. Now what do you get for what? Okay. Well it doesn't have to be them. So you are you there. are the Atlanta Braves who are the shittiest team in Major League Baseball, probably in the last 20 years. Shittiest. And I say I will trade you <laughs> Clay Buckholz. smoked bag of dicks. <laughs> I will trade you. I'm the Red Sox. You are the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know, realistically, I say I will give you yep. talk Clay, Clay Buckholz, smoked <laughs> bag of dicks. Clay Buckholz, Henry Owens, and Joe Kelly. And you legitimately, you have to give me something back. I don't care what it is. What will you give me? What would you give me for those three? Realistically, I'm usually the one saying that everybody sucks. I give you Clay Buckholtz, Who's my worst starting you pitcher know, on the AAA team? And, 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 you, and you know what? I will even eat all the money for all of them. I just want them off my team. Realistically, what do you give me? Hey, nothing. Absolutely nothing. So what trade is he going to make involving his pitchers? If you're going to make a big deal... If he's gonna make a if is gonna make a big deal, you're not you, nobody's gonna take nobody's gonna take the shit bag pictures you have. Nobody. They're very bad. They're bad, Pelly. They're bad. However the good capital B I will say capital this though A, capital D, capital exclamation point. Big ass
1: exclamation point. I will I will say this though. It looks like David Price is evening out. He's starting to. He's had three quality starts. Good so so he had one, one starter, now. and he did have a good first start. Have you? Did you see Stephen Wright the other night? You shut the fuck. Up. I you love, love St- you. Love your
0: knuckleball. I love my knuckleball. i you a knuckleball right here. Huh? I love Stephen <laughs> Wright. I love Stephen Wright. A knuckleballer is not a two man in a rotation. No, no, I agree. I agree.
1: You got Rick Porcello, who's been much more average since since April.
0: Um, so call him a four. <laughs> So you got your call right your three, and Eddie your five. I was gonna say call right your five, Eddie your three. Who's your two? Eddie's well, not yet. a two yet. Eddie's not yeah, a two you yet. Don't give call, me that. call Call it.
1: Call Eddie mm-hmm. five. Well, exactly. They still need a two. I, I totally. And agree. But you give up for the two. But I'm just saying you do have three three pitchers behind Price. So call it four. Swihart's out of town. Four. Swihart's
0: got to be the first one out of town. Absolutely. I think he's now you're looking to do
1: Hopcich. Brian Johnson down on the farm. I mean, those three for me. Henry Owens trade them. him for anything. Punt them.
0: Trade Henry Owens. Sir. He's he's a trade he's, Henry Owens. He has no value.
1: You can't. He's Clay Buckholds now, but for a Triple A team, uh, he was throwing ha- eighty nine and he walked four guys in the first two innings
0: of last game. Kelly, I told you last year. Out of I didn't, all of all, I of, didn't all, believe all you, of baseball, he walks. College. How college? How? Cause he sucks. His his value. His value is less than an empty, squeezed-out bottle of KY Jelly. Like, that's how bad he is. That is how bad he is. He is terrible.
1: Oh, oh no. That's not good.
0: No. No, it is not good. I'm a very low-life human being. I'm at least worth a full bottle of KY Jelly. <laughs>
1: like. I mean, I've used a, KY, a bottle of KY Jelly on you before, yeah, so. Yeah. I know.
0: I, I, uh,
1: oh. Yeah, it's he's not very good. You he should, go, should go back to throwing, like, 95, but just not hitting anything. Just, like, blasting it in there. Well, if you're
0: going to throw 89 out of the strike zone, you might as well sh- throw 95 out of the strike zone. Why not? <laughs> you know? Smoke someone in the head. At least you're not going to one of their Kill them. Ruin some guy's life. At least at least, there'll be a YouTube clip of you. Oh, check out how hard this dude threw the ball. He exploded the guy's helmet and he died. <laughs> like, now you're infamous. Now he's, you're infamous. He's like Rick Ankiel Right now, yes. Right now, you <laughs> Oh, can he hit? Can Henry Owens hit? That's not a bad move. That'll, that's that's a not a bad move. That's a, oh, Rick Akin was so bad at pitching that moving him to center field and deal with his hitting. That's how bad he was. Henry Owens had a him, though. Oh, I will it's, say I've been wrong a lot about a lot of sports takes <laughs> in the past four or five years. Henry Owens, I nailed. He <laughs> blows. He blows. He's not very good. He blows.
1: Yeah, it's not looking good when it comes to that. <laughs> starter position, um, but that's when, I mean, you go right back to the conversation that we started with, that, you know, are you willing to part ways with one of these star uh, young position players in order to be able to fill in that that starter spot, so we'll see what happens in the coming weeks and months, uh, what's the
0: July 31st deadline? No, uh, I think this year's September 1st, because they don't do it on a Sunday anymore, they do it on Monday. Well, that's a non-waivered. I'm sorry, that
1: is the waiver trade deadline. No, but I think The non-waivers at the end of August? I thought it was always the July 31st, end of the July. Oh,
0: no, you might be right. I think it is July. Because they have two months after and the waiver goes on after that. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean,
1: I, I, I have full faith in Dombrowski to be able to make a move if there's a move to be made. Um, But we'll see where it goes. Well, that's going to wrap it up for tonight. Unfortunately, a uh, fairly quick show tonight, but uh, I think we covered a, a good amount. But we'll be back next Monday with uh, more of the best sports takes in the business. You want to get a hold of us on Twitter? It's at OTW Sports Radio. Again, I'm Zach Peliquin. That is
0: Henry Owens' asshole, <laughs> and. <laughs> Henry owns beard. Carl. Carl (laughs) (laughs) Major. Thanks for listening, and
1: we'll uh, get back to you again uh, next week on Monday. I like to
0: sing.